Thanks for tuning in to the Prime Bookseller Podcast, the bi-weekly podcast discussing all things Amazon bookselling. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Prime Bookselling Podcast, and we're back again with another episode, and I think we discussed this on a previous episode, I am going to start some episodes here where I just want to kind of uh, use another skill set that I have, and that is is that one of the things I do when I'm not selling books on Amazon and podcasting is um, I teach entrepreneur classes at the local university. And while maybe a lot of you out there are looking to start an Amazon business, don't really consider yourself entrepreneurs, um, I do thoroughly believe that that even if you're in that mindset, that you might surprise yourself at some point in time because. Um, 13 years ago when I started doing this, I also didn't really foresee myself as being an entrepreneur or ever turning my book selling adventures into a business, but flash forward 13 years ahead of time, and that's exactly what I did, and I don't have any regrets with that whatsoever. Um, Being an entrepreneur has been one of the biggest things that has ever happened in my life and has changed the way I look at the world and the the way I see things just... 150%. Um, I think I'm a completely different person than I would have been had I not taken that leap and and became became a full-time entrepreneur. And that's one of the things that you're going to learn about as you go down this adventure, that being an entrepreneur is a complete mind shift change. And you think that uh, a person that owns a business is just like you, but they own a business, but that isn't the, the way it is. Owning a business takes a completely, completely different mindset, at least through my opinion. Maybe maybe some other entrepreneurs will be sitting here listening to this and saying that's not true at all. I'm completely the same as I was when I was not an entrepreneur. But um, if you do believe that, I think that you're missing out on how much you have changed because just fundamental things that we know about the world that we're taught at, at a young age... Um, are completely flipped upside down when you become an entrepreneur because you know you're taught as as a child that you get a nine to five job you make enough money you pay your bills you live your life blah 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 and that's not really how an entrepreneur works it can be if you want to make your entrepreneur adventure just another job you can do that but you have so much more flexibility to shape your life the way you want and that's kind of the moral I want to to instill in this first episode is first to just understand that that there are lessons you need to become an entrepreneur. Now, there is nothing out there that prevents anybody from being an entrepreneur. Um, in one of the classes I teach, they give a whole list of things that, you know, it, if you're looking to be an entrepreneur, ask yourself these questions and how many no's do you have? And on that list, you know, Everybody, when I teach a class, uh, I showed them that list of questions and I asked everybody who has a no. And I say, if you don't have a no, if you say you don't have a no on this list, you're lying to yourself because there's just inevitably everybody wasn't going to have a no. But the good thing about that list is there's 13 questions on it. and, And the only no that isn't very fixable, and I'm not even going to say that this no is isn't fixable. I just feel like from my perspective, it would be a challenging one to fix is to be self-motivated. As long as you're self-motivated and you can get yourself up and make make things happen without the help of somebody else pushing you to do those things, you should be able to be an entrepreneur. 
And whatever shortcomings you have as an entrepreneur, you will, uh, you'll discover that, that you can learn those things and you'll get better at them over time. And, and you'll never all, you know, you'll never master everything. Um, big secret to you, if you do not know this, in life you will never master anything. Um, it's just a steady grind of getting better and better at something. And some people are, are able to figure out ways to get better at thing, certain things faster than you are and vice versa and so on and so forth. So, so you're never going to master anything because you can't master anything. You think about the greatest football player ever to live. Um, there's probably tons of things he could have done better, you know, um, let, let's just use Walter Payton as an example. Consider one of the best running backs in the NFL, but you throw him into a freaking at a quarterback position, he probably sucks real bad. And so he had not mastered the sport of football. Did he master the the idea of being a running back? Maybe, but he only mastered it in a specific way. There's a lot of different styles he could have gone with that he wasn't good at, but he just happened to be really good at one specific style. The point being is, is that, is that you'll never master anything. You're just going to slowly get better at it and better at it. And there is no end to how good you can be at something. And, and this is an important thing to wrap your head around is, is that as I go into this, I don't have to be perfect at everything. I don't have to master everything. I don't, there isn't a certain point where I have reached the end of my learning curve and, and, you know, I no longer have to, to be, educate myself anymore because you just keep going and keep going and keep going. And, and this is really important in business, but I also think that this is really important in life in general, that you need to constantly be involving, constantly be learning new things, constantly growing. So, but the big point I want to push out into this podcast is, just introducing the concept that we're going to have lessons like this that teach you more of the ingraining your mindset to be an entrepreneur now. And there may be some people out here that even after everything I just said, they're going to say, well, I don't need those lessons because I'm never going to quit my full-time job or um, I don't see this as an entrepreneurial experience or whatever, whatever rationale you come to that you don't need these lessons. And I I understand that. I think that you're missing the point of this. But if you choose that, by all means, can't skip these episodes. Just just do the Amazon content episodes. But if you're really in for this for a long haul and you wanna you wanna see where your business can take you and how it can change your life, I think these are these are as important, if not more important, to you than um than the actual Amazon specific content. So the first thing I want to talk about is one of the things, and and this is not advice you're going to get very commonly in from any sort of entrepreneur training, but this is one of the things that I've taken a step back and I've reflected at the last 15, 13, 15 years of my life of doing this and figured out, okay, what, what is like the most important thing at this point that I think wish I would have known 15 years ago when I started this. And it's a very not business oriented lesson really, but what I've learned is is that in life, I think that most people become focused on these goals that 
really don't matter. And what I mean by that is, is that when most people start a business, they look at it like growth, growth, growth. How can I make this business bigger, 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 bigger? And, and inevitably what happens when you do that is you get stuck in a rat race. Because no matter what you do, you're, you're never going to be satisfied because guess what? You can never become the biggest a business can ever be. A business can always grow. So if your whole focus on your business is to just keep growing, 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 and growing, you're just basically running in a hamster wheel trying to achieve a goal that can never be reached because once you hit that next goal, maybe, I don't know, let's just say you start out and you're like, I want to make $3,000 in the first month. You do that. Then you say, I want to make $6,000. Those are great, great accomplishments, great achievements to try and reach. But if you base your business off of that philosophy, guess what? The numbers never run out. So you're just going to keep raising that number for the rest of your life. And you're never going to really, truly reap the benefits of having a business. So what I encourage everybody to do after this episode is sit down and reflect and think about because where your business should start from is from the point of what's most important to you and what's most important to me in life is to be happy and I think I I would be happy to bring on somebody else if somebody out here there is listening to this podcast that says there is something more important to me than happiness I would love to hear that argument and talk I would love to hear that argument and see what understand that because to me as I've looked at life now there are you can use loose things when I say happiness is I I'm assuming that most people have the fundamental things in life they can afford to dress themselves. They can afford to dress their family members. They can afford to feed their family members. They can afford a roof over their family members' heads. Now, those fundamental things, if you don't have those, I understand that those are more important than happiness. But once you have those things, inevitably, everything you, in my opinion, everything you should strive for is to make you look at your life and say, this is a life I love living. And for many of you, maybe that is constantly growing and constantly pushing the barriers of your business. And if that's what makes you happy, by all means, do that. But for a lot of us, we think, I think that a lot of business owners approach it and think that that's what they're supposed to do. So they do that, but it's really not making them happy. And I would argue that at some point in time, that if you're one of those people right now that reflects on your life and says, what makes me happy is just watching my business grow, 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 grow. There is an end to that. You are going to hit a point where it, where you need to stop and reflect and realize that, no, now I need to start enjoying my life. And it's not to say, um, I people always tell me as an entrepreneur that I work way too many hours, which is probably true. You know, if I... If I were to take a punch card, which I do not, and track all the hours that I go to work every week and all the time I spend working on these podcasts, on all these different little projects that I have going on, um, 
the amount of hours I work is probably a pretty staggering amount. But what I think a lot of people don't understand is, is that, that take that thing in your life that you just absolutely love doing. And I'm sure everybody has this thing. And that thing is just, it might be, I don't know, repairing cars or, or playing video games or hiking, whatever, whatever that passion, that thing that when the weekend comes, you're looking forward to going out and doing that, whatever that might be, that's what my business is. So when people are like, well, you work too much, it's like, well, if I'm not doing something else that I want to be doing, what I want to be doing is working because it's my passion. It's what I enjoy doing. And and I think that that, so yes, maybe I work a lot of hours, but the hours that I work don't matter to me because when there is a time where I want to do something else, I'm able to do that thing because of the way I've structured my business. I've structured it in a way where if a flight deal comes up and I want to go spend two weeks in Bogota, Colombia, I know I can pretty much drop everything at that point in time, get on an airplane and go to Bogota and I'll be fine to be there for two weeks, come back. And then, you know, yes, there's a little bit of catch up when I get back, but the, the few people I have helping me are able to hold down the fort, keep it running until I get back. And when I get back, I might have five days of, of catch up work, but then I'm fine again. And, and that's, I've intentionally built my business to be that way because I've looked at my life and I said, these are the things I want from life and how can I make this built business work for that? And I think this is one of the, if I could have done this when I first started my business, I mean, I, I'm at a very, I'm at a point in my life now where I'm very like contented and very happy with the way everything is for the most part. And I think I could have achieved that 15 years earlier had I realized that this is the way I should structure my business rather than structuring it the way we're taught, the way when you look around, when you go ask somebody who, anybody, even coach, business coaches will tell you that you need to be 100% focused on growth. And the unfortunate thing is, is that most people are, are, how do I optimize my business? And what I'm telling you to do is stop, reflect on it, and figure out how you can optimize your business to fit into your lifestyle. And, and for some entrepreneurs out there, this might be a dirty word, but the term for that is creating a lifestyle business, creating a business that works within your life. And I know I've met multiple entrepreneurs that are like, well, you have a lifestyle business. And I just kind of laugh at them because I'm like, why would you not want to have a lifestyle business? Why would you want to give up your life for your business? That does not make any sense to me. So what I encourage, I hope, I know I'm kind of going all over the place with this, but I hope that what this instills in you is to sit down as you think about starting this business and as you're starting this business, um, the big lesson to be had is, is what do you want your business to do for you? And if you, if you have a clear vision of what you want your life to look like with this business in it, it becomes very easy to build the business in a way that fits into your life. 
and you can sit there that way some some opportunity comes your way and you that that opportunity comes your way but maybe it's slightly different from what you're doing if you're very conscious of what you want to do you will be prone even if this deal might be the biggest deal your business has ever seen you can look at that deal and say hey is that really something i want to do because if i'm going to have i i have no one of my big rules in life is is that when you hear me on this podcast you will never hear me talking in the evening it is always in the morning and that is because at six o'clock at night i shut off i'm done um very, very rarely am I doing anything past 6, 6.30 at night. That's just my time to chill, unwind, be me, do my thing every night, no matter what. And 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 that's intentionally built into my business. I have to structure my business to allow me to do that. As well as, I mean, there are days where I just decide I'm going to go for a 40-mile bike ride. And if I go to for a 40 mile bike ride, you know, I, I have to be able to just know that everything's going to be fine down there until I get back tomorrow for my 40 mile bike ride. I don't bike around stressing out about, oh crap, is this going to fall apart or something like that while I'm gone? No, I've been specifically structured it in such a way to enable me to know that I can safely do that as long as well as longer vacations and it would have been a lot easier to hit that point in my business if I had reflected and really thought about what I wanted it to be when I first started building it but the thing what I did is I I built it up I built it up I built it up I built it up got it to a point where where like money wasn't really a concern anymore and then I sat there and I thought well do I what do I want to do now? Because like, I don't need to really grow. So if I'm going to grow, I mean, as an entrepreneur, you're always going to want to grow to a certain extent, but you're also, you'll also hit a point where you don't want, you don't want to sacrifice the good things in your life in favor of growth. And, but I think if you can wrap your head around that at a much sooner, it took me, I don't know, maybe, I mean, I probably was improving at this the entire time I was in business, but I bet you before I really, truly, truly understood how to structure my business properly, I was 12 years in. And if you can learn this lesson from the day you start, you will be miles ahead of me in obtaining all your goals. And and the reason for that is, is because growth doesn't create I think that our our society is instilled in us that the more money you make, the more happy you'll be. And one of the things I've reflected on in life is is that is that money and happiness are completely, completely separate things. <laughs> they 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 do not correspond whatsoever. Again, if you cannot afford to feed your family, if you cannot afford to house your family, money is going to have a huge impact on your life because to be able to provide those things will make your life significantly better. But beyond that point, money does not, you cannot buy happiness as much as you want to think it it will. Yeah, you can buy all this cool stuff. You can buy these new cars, blah, blah, blah. But, but, 
Look at the statistics, man. After you do that, so much of that, I mean, that's all short-winded. You buy something and it it's it's glamorous. It makes you happy for six months. And then after that, it just becomes a normal part of your life and it, it has no effect anymore. So it's very important for you to be intentional and think about, okay, me building this business is not going to get me to the goals I want to achieve. Whether So whatever those goals are, those goals are just simply not going to get you to where you want to go. So what you need to do is figure out what the goals are that you want to achieve and figure out the blueprint of how you can leverage your business to get to those goals. And some of it will be financial. Some of it will be, some of it will just be, I want to make the business so that if I want to work four hour days, I can work four hour days. Some people choose to make a business that they wake up and they work for an hour and they go back to bed and, and the business runs completely on its own. And and the great thing about it is, is that right now you're looking at starting an Amazon business. And Amazon businesses are structured and built in such a way to make all of those dreams really easy. It's a lot harder when you're trying to start a brick and mortar store to figure out how to step away completely from it because it requires you getting all these employees to run the store while you're away and just all that overhead, blah, blah, blah. Whereas with an Amazon store, I mean, most Amazon stores are run with one person. And most, I mean, Amazon has a beautiful feature. If you, if you go on vacation, if you have nobody to fill your orders for you while, while on vacation, you can put the thing on vacation mode and it's your, your items disappear and they don't sell while you're on vacation. Now it sucks because you're not making any money, but that is an option. And then on the flip side of that, if you're doing FBA, well, once the items are in Amazon's hands, it's none of your responsibility anymore to ship out the item to the customer. That falls all on them. So as long as you get the stuff into the warehouse, you never have to worry about when you go on vacation because Amazon's taking care of all that for you. So there's a lot of options within this business to build your business in all the ways possible to achieve the life that you want to have. And yes, you know, there's going to be a financial component to those goals, but that's not the end all be all. The It's going to be financial component. It's going to be happiness. It's going to be time spent with family, you know, and really when you break it all down, everything, everything that you are going to derive, everything that is going to play a role into what you want your business to be is going to stem from happiness. And so I encourage you to stop, think, and figure out what in your life makes you happy. And as you're going along this process of starting this business, figure out what factors do I need to consider in to most closely achieve my happiness goal. Because one of the biggest things I can tell you, and by all means, if you think I'm wrong, try it and prove me wrong. But I'm pretty sure I'm not wrong. If you're miserable today, but yet you have a house to live in, you have food to eat, you have all of those fundamental things that make your life better, but you're just miserably unhappy, more than likely if you increase your income by $60,000, $70,000 by starting a business, Amazon business, let's just say, what's 
my gut would tell me some people probably would will will be happier but the vast majority of people are just going to have more stuff more expensive stuff and they're going to be this same level of unhappiness that they were prior to that race because unfortunately our society is built on a way that you can never run out of things to buy and if you're not intentional about even if you get a $50,000 raise if you're not intentional about the things you buy with that raise and the way you invest that money to achieve happiness, you're more than likely just going to upgrade all of the things that don't really make you happy to more expensive versions of those things that are still not going to make you happy. And you're going to be left in, in the same place you were when you were making $50,000 less. You just have more stuff and more expensive stuff. So I encourage you to, to encourage you to sit down as you're building this business and think about what makes you happy and what what do you want your life to look like right now and figure out the most direct path to to reach those goals to to get that business to play into to achieving those goals and just one more thing I want to add to this is I want to tell a little story about a student I worked with and he was going he was going into the trucking business and he said that the way the trucking business worked was he had to reach 50 trucks he was going to he he currently was an independent driver he was going to do it trying to achieve reaching um he was going to try to be like his own trucking company so he wanted to add multiple trucks blah 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 onto his existing business and, and he said that, you know, like to get to where he needed to be, he had to reach 50,000 or 50 trucks or something. He had to own 50 trucks. And I'm like, well, 50 trucks, that's a huge, huge, like not to say you can't do it, but I'm like, that's a road, you know, you're, that's not going to happen in the next 12 months. That's quite a feat that you're, you're looking to achieve. And I said, so think about it and reflect what, what is it that you want to be what's the most important thing right now to change in your life? You, you want this business to make your life better. I said, what's going to make your life better? And one of the things he said is that he was an independent trucker. He wanted to stop driving and just have drivers working for him. And I said, okay, that's now should be your goal. Like now throw all the 50 trucks out the door, forget about it for now and try to figure out how are you going to reach the goal of I don't want to drive anymore. What's the most direct path to not driving anymore? Can you can you figure out a way to just hire one driver to replace you and run that one truck and and still make it feasibly on your uh, on that income? Or if I really want to stop driving, maybe does it take me hiring two drivers, one to replace me and one to add a little bit more income? So that I can still make the money I'm currently making today. And can I add another driver just to simply make my life to remove me from the equation and get me to that end all goal that I want to be to? Because that to me makes a lot more sense than sitting around and trying to achieve getting owning 50 trucks to get a goal that I could get by possibly not purchasing another truck or maybe even purchasing two trucks. 
where does it make sense that my ambition should be to get to 50 trucks when this is the goal I want to achieve? What you want to do is you want to figure out what that goal is you want to achieve, that goal that's going to make your life better, that's going to make you happy, and then find the most direct route to get to that goal. So with that, I'm going to wrap this episode up. I hope this was helpful. If I was all over the place, I apologize. This is something I'm really passionate about, and I have a lot of ideas flowing through my head. So I might jump around a little bit, but, but I'm hoping that somebody, this concept will resonate with you out there. And feel free, reach out to me, sales, S-A-L-E-S, at kingsridgemedia.com. Go to kingsridgemedia.com, send an email directly through there. Let me know what you think of this concept because I'm curious if it resonates with people out there or if everybody just thinks I'm a blubbering idiot. So with that, I'll wrap this episode up again. As always, go check out kingsridgemedia.com or check out the show notes. Look at some of our sourcing opportunities. These are great services that allow you to get additional books for your inventory for little to no effort on your own part. So if that's something you're interested in, there's buttons on each of the pages for the different services. Set up a meeting with me. We can sit down. We can talk about it. We can see how it can work within your business. Um, With that, I'll be back next week. I will probably be back onto the Amazon world of things. For for the period coming up, I think we're going to do one episode where it's along this line of more the business side of things and then one Amazon-specific episode. So just kind of give you an idea of the upcoming schedule that we're looking at. That's how it's probably going to look. So with that, I'll wrap this up. Thanks again, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to the Prime Bookseller Podcast. Join us for the next episode as we discuss all things Amazon bookselling. selling.